Alright, welcome back to the Commerce of D&D Isle of the Tiger mini campaign. I'm your DM, AJ Cannon. And uh, I'm here with just Seth and, and Ryan today. <laughs> Hi, I'm just Seth. <laughs> and I'm just Ryan. Um, but we're going to have a great game here. Uh, this is episode 9, I think. And uh, if you don't know what we're doing here already, um, this is a game where we use all stuff by Tiger Skull RPG. And uh, this is obviously brought to you by Tiger Skull RPG, just like all of our other episodes. And uh, you need to go check out Tiger Skull RPG at tigerskullrpg.com uh, to find some of the stuff that we use in this campaign, including the Isle of the Tiger map, which is an entire world created by Tiger Skull RPG. Um, they also create other um, monthly 3D printable miniatures and 5th edition stats and digital illustrations and loot cards, everything you need for fully realized NPC encounters. Um, you can use our code COMMONERS30 at TigerSkullRPG.com for 30% off everything in the store. And you can support them on Patreon at Patreon.com slash TigerSkullRPG um, for monthly content and exclusive deals. And right now you can even get uh, a special offer uh, for purchases at uh, Torchlight Press. I think you can get 25% off right now if you are a patron uh, for Tiger Skull RPG. So definitely go check that out and go see what Torchlight Press has to offer um, and Tiger Skull RPG as well. Um, without further ado, we're going to jump in. As soon as I answer a text message. Okay, so a recap <laughs> from last time. Um, it's been a long time. It's been four or five months since we played. So I'm going to give you a longer recap. Um, so going all the way back to River's End, where... You broke into the bank vault, and did a fantastic Ryan's job. Not there yet. Yeah, you did a great job. Um, Absolutely, exactly what you had planned with the the help of um, the detective, whatever his name was. What was his name? Some band. What? He has the name of a band. Oh yeah, he did, didn't he? Just one blank. I want to say Journey. That's not right. Anyway, with the help of a detective um, that you later killed, you cracked into a bank vault, um, destroyed a metal automaton that was inside uh, guarding the place, and found a counterfeit uh, coin press um, that was apparently owned by Lord Marquis secretly, and you did not know. Um, upon leaving the bank vault, you did kill the detective. Why can't I think of his name? Um... And arrived back at uh, headquarters with Lord Marquis. He knew a lot of what had happened. He explained some stuff to you and uh, sent you off. He got rid um, of us. Sent you off to Blackwater, a um, kind of a secret institute that works on a lot of technologies and things. Um, arriving there, you met Aloy Voidrest. Um, a what are you a paladin yeah oh thanks drunk. and a drunk and uh not i'm functioning alcoholic thank you <laughs> a full-time functioning alcoholic a full-time company man for blackwater um and you were sent to go uh intercept a mizanite crystal that was being stolen by a group of of thieves and their leader the wicked mystic um who you killed and you got the the mizanite crystal arrived back to Blackwater and return the crystal to find out that the annual Blackwater Summit was going to be 
um, held later that evening. With no guards. At uh, your location in the Attenboroughs, Atten Just Haven, invite a whole bunch of people around. Don't don't get guards. There, there were guards. Um, Could have fooled me. And they were highly during effective. the summit, Mr. Tolliver gave his keynote speech. Um, they displayed the Mizanite crystal um, as some of their newest technology, uh, much to uh, the crowd's delight. And then as, the, as Mr. Tolliver ended his speech, there was an attack. Um, him and Lady Vandereth both took arrows um, before escaping, and then y'all killed all of the assailants therein, except for one that you took down in the lobby of uh, the building, and the guards came and cuffed him and took him to the dungeon after Seeker had uh, slightly healed him to the best of his ability uh, to keep him from dying. And that is where we're going to pick up in the lobby of the uh, Blackwater building. There are a lot of uh, guests around. Um, Lady Vandreth, Mr. Tolliver are kind of slumped over in the corner being tended to. Um, things are kind of dying down. There's a lot of commotion, a lot of people asking questions, and a lot of guards um, that were kind of just surrounding the perimeter and kind of helping people find where to go um, on their way into the auditorium and things like that. They've now gathered and are kind of tending to people and, and getting people um, kind of organized and also, also looking to see if they can find any more hostile people. Um, some people have gone back into the auditorium uh, to try to secure the area and investigate in there. And you are all three, four, including Thorn as well. Um, yeah, uh, you're all standing in the lobby, and Seeker has currently the Mizanite crystal. Did Thorn's bird survive? Yes. The bird The bird is alive, even though it took an arrow from Rafa. Um, and Rafa, looking looking down, as, as your bow has... You, you missed that. Well, not, not bad for most people, but bad for you. And you hit this bird, and you look down at this bow... And there's significant damage. The um, to my new magical bow. Yeah, well, you remember when one of the shots that you fired, and you attempted to do fire damage with, and it blew back in your face. And you think probably that might have something to do with it. Is there's there's a lot of it charred. It's definitely been compromised a bit, and probably affected your last shot. That was nice while it lasted. Um, do you like to do anything? Void the uh, the last of the assailants, he's already been taken off, right? Taken he's he's being dragged away currently by some guards. Okay. But he's well secured. Correct, yes. Okay. Hands are tied behind his back, and they're just kind of, they kind of have his feet off the floor. They're kind of okay. carrying him. He's not really resisting. I'll go over to Lady Vandreth. Okay. I will just come behind. My lady, are you okay? I, I, I think I'm going to be all right. You can see she's got, she's got an arrow hit her high in the shoulder, missing vitals, and uh, there's some some medics kind of surrounding her, checking out the damage. Did, oh. did we secure the crystal? Yes, yes, we have it. It's and fine. Seeker kind of walks up, presenting the crystal. Yeah, Seeker does have it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I will that. use lay on hands, uh, ten points. Ten points to of healing. Lady Vandreth. Okay. Um, you see she kind of starts looking a lot better. It looks like maybe the bleeding stops. 
and uh, she's definitely very stable, but they're still going to have to remove this arrow. So. And uh, Mr. Tolliver, how's he? He, uh, you look over there and some of the medics that are tending to him, you see them, they, they've kind of cut into his clothes a little bit, and they remove the arrow. It doesn't look like it was stuck in very far, and then you can see that he was wearing some type of leathers underneath his clothes or some type Smart of protection man. enough that it didn't penetrate his skin. There's a little bit of blood and probably going to be a significant bruise, but he looks like he's kind of gathering himself going to be fine. Mr. Tolliver, always the intelligent one. What's what's that about me being intelligent? You knew not to come here without armor. Oh, yeah. Guilty as charged. But he tried to make us take our armor off. Very intelligent. This shouldn't have happened, happened ever. But it did somehow. We need to find out how. Speaking of which, do you trust the people taking him off? He will make it to a cell? I, I believe that's two of our best men, yes. Hopefully they weren't in charge of keeping anyone out. Um, Look around, make sure there, there are no more assailants, no one's acting shifty, no one's... No make perception checks if you want to look around. Thirteen. Four. Um, you don't really... You do, There's a lot of people. Um, you said thirteen? You don't see anybody specifically acting shifty. Everybody obviously looks pretty nervous. And the you notice the guards are kind of blocking the doors. A lot of people are kind of forcing their way towards the exit. But most of these people are are behaving fairly calm for what they've just witnessed. Kind of like in, in the auditorium, everybody's going crazy and running. But once they got to the lobby, they definitely kind of calmed down. And now that they see that the threat is gone, they're all just kind of gathering together and, and talking and asking questions. But you don't see anybody that looks threatening. Um, and at this point, you see a, uh, you see a, a guard dressed maybe less protectedly and in, in a bit more kind of shining armor with two other guards beside him, normal guards. And he uh, comes from, from the far side. Looks like maybe he came through the door and he, he kind of talks to a couple of the soldiers and then he comes walking in uh, amongst all the group of people. And there, there's probably 150 to 200 people, guests, that are in the lobby right now, along with there's some um, employees and, and then all the guards as well. Do I know him? Yeah. You would know that that he's he's the captain of the guards. Um, roll a history check. You don't really deal with them much, but you might know who he is. Uh, Fourteen. Fourteen. His name is Captain McIvan, and he's he's a human, probably mid thirties. He has a kind of short cut uh, blonde hair, kind of swooping to one side. He's got a uh, guard's helmet underneath his arm, and he obviously hasn't had it on because his hair is immaculate. He looks very clean and, and pristine. Maybe he was um, attending the event trying to look uh, nice. Um, and he comes over, says a couple things to the guards, and then they uh, they bring something for him to stand on, and he jumps up on it. Um, and he says, May I have everyone's attention, please? Please, everyone. And everyone kind of dies down. Um and looks his way, um, as it gets quiet, he says, we, we would like to apologize for this lapse in our security. Um, unfortunately, due to the events of the evening, we are going to have to ask that no one leaves the premises until tomorrow as we try to sort this mess out. And everyone kind of starts murmuring again, and people kind of are angered by that. Please, 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 
Um, just bear with us as we work to secure the building and investigate this attack. Um, we will have guards escorting small groups of you at a time to your rooms. Um, for the next while, we ask that everyone remains here in the lobby. Um, and as of right now, the summit will continue tomorrow. The events will continue um, after we ensure that the building is secure and we can safely resume the events. If you choose to leave then, um, we can have that arranged, obviously. Um, as for now, um, we will be taking you to your rooms and breakfast will be served tomorrow at 8 a.m. in the dining hall on the second level. We will address everyone on how we will be moving forward with the events of the day. Um, we appreciate everyone's cooperation and we definitely apologize um, for the inconvenience, um, thank you. And he steps off the box, and he kind of hustles over towards where you're standing over by, uh, Lady Vandrith. And, uh, as he, as he comes up, uh, he leans down and he, he kind of whispers to Lady Vandrith. You don't hear what he says. Um, and, uh, then he turns and he looks at Seeker and he says, You, Metal Man, um, we're gonna tell. We're gonna send you with uh, Lady Vandrith and uh, Mister Tolliver to the medical ward. They said that you have some type of healing capabilities. And, that is uh, Mister Seeker. Yes, Mister Seeker. Thank you. Nice to meet you. And he reaches out a hand, and uh, Seeker doesn't put his hand out. <laughs> Very well. Um, and the people there, there kind of start helping up uh, Lady T or Lady Vandrith and Mister Tolliver, and uh, Seeker kind of just goes away with with them. Um, and then he turns and sees Thorn kind of standing, looking around, and, uh, he goes over to him and sends him away as well and tells him to go, uh, help somewhere else. You don't hear what he tells him. And then you see Thorn kind of walk back into the auditorium, and they shut the door behind him. Um, while kind of all this is, is going on, um, Rafa, you notice Lord Marquis in the crowd, and he kind of waves at you and motions for you to come over. I'll stride over. Um, Rafa, my boy. Lord Marquis. How is everything going? How much money do you have in this place? It's probably not worth it. What? Not what do impressive. you mean? Not impressive. I mean, they just do not seem to care about basic security. Um, I don't know. Just, I would be wary. I, uh, I've not much invested in them yet, but I, I am glad you are keeping a close eye on that. Um, but you saw our uh, security at the bank vault? That was much more impressive. Yes. We'd like to have these. Uh, you may not like everything they do here, but uh, it's nice to have them on your side. What are you doing here? Well, they invited me to the summit. I thought, at the very least, I could come and see how you gentlemen were doing. We're doing quite well, I suppose. They've given us a few jobs to do. I believe that we have performed, outperformed what they expected. I knew you would. Now, uh, Rafa, it has come to my attention that uh, your attitude is showing a bit with these people. I do not have much patience with them. Well, like I said, they are good people to have on your side. Um, and also, while you are here, gather as much evidence or as much uh, 
information as you can. Learn all you can while you are here. Um, make an insight check. Natural 20. Natural 20. <laughs> yes! <laughs> he, uh... Is that you, No. Uh, you, you can tell that, you know, he's nervous... He's nervous to say too much around because there's so many people around, but he's definitely not just telling you to learn from them. He wants you to learn about what they're about here. Gather intel about this place. So you know that he's not just here to buy things or see what there is to buy. Like He's, he's looking around, and m- whether it be... Um, it's for his own interest, basically. And... So, do with that, do with that what you will. But you can tell that he's basically telling you to investigate this place. Um, you know, I'm slow to trust as well, and I think they are they are worth looking into. I will keep my eyes open. Very well. Um, now we will be uh, heading out in the morning. We we're going to the whole time. We just wanted to. Um, have a tour of the place and meet some folks um, but we have business in Cape Wood tomorrow it was wonderful seeing you Lord Marquis you as well we will be in contact a salute he does the same to you kind of bows his head and he's you've never you've seen him dressed well you've never seen him dressed this well and his hair is um, he has kind of long hair that he usually has up some way and it's just kind of he, he's got a He's wearing like a red, big, large robe kind of over his clothes. You can tell he's maybe wearing some type of um, light uh, ornamental armor or something underneath his clothes. And he has um, a rapier or something that looks mostly decorated or decorative coming off of his waist. And he has, he's not wearing a helmet or a hat of any kind. He just has this, uh, this very, uh, this coat that he's wearing is kind of red, and this red hood is just kind of balancing on top of his head, and his hair is all kind of draping out down past his shoulders. And he kind of bows his head to you, and he turns back to his guards and says something, and they kind of walk over to the other side of the building. Um, uh, at this time, uh, Cap- Captain McIvan has begun talking to you, Rafa, if you want to join yeah, back with after, him. Yeah, I'll go back. Okay. So, uh, you two, interested in doing a bit of work? We can use all the help we can get right now. Yeah, I'd love to know how in the nine hells you let this happen. Me? You're the captain of the guard. You know I only do what I'm told. Did someone tell you to let all these insurgents in here? We don't know how they got in here, but that's what we're wanting to find out as quickly as possible. Then should have never been here. I agree with you, Mr. Voidrest. What's the plan now? Well, hopefully, we can get some evidence off the bodies you left in there, and maybe you and whoever this is can go find how they got in, or uh, some other kind of evidence. This is Mr. Motsil. He's an associate of mine. Rafa. Nice to meet you, Mr. Martseal. Now, I've got my hands full, Mr. Voidrest, so if you don't mind, 
I have to get back to my responsibilities. Should have been attending to them before this happened. Go look around, report back. Turn and go off. Okay. You're being so polite is very um, passive aggressive. You noticed? Uh, yeah. Um. I'm more just the straight aggressive. <laughs> aggressive, aggressive. <laughs> Actively aggressive. Not everything is quite as nice and polite as it might seem. There are internal power struggles. Really? Um, go start investigating some bodies. Um, so Was you want to go. The main one, a woman? In the auditorium? Yeah. Yeah, so you want to try to go in the auditorium? Yeah. Okay, there's there's two guards um, standing at either door. There's like these double doors that go in. There's two guards standing at each. And uh, as you approach and try to go in, one of them says, Hey, no one allowed in there at this time. I'm a lord void rest. Step aside. I show my uh, badge of rank. I don't care who you are. Your captain just told us to go in. Look around. Go talk to him. I stride through past him. He steps over in front of the door and stops you. He told me no one allowed in the auditorium at this time. You're going to look really stupid here in just a few moments. There's already those inside gathering evidence. We don't want to mess up the investigation by tracking different people inside there. That's what I'm doing. If he told you to gather evidence, gather it elsewhere. No one's allowed in the auditorium. Fine, let us go speak to this uh, captive that we captured. Great job, by the way. Doing a wonderful job. I turn around. <laughs> Honestly, I completely blanked. What did he tell us to do? Just gather evidence from anywhere. I assume that's try try to find where they got in, whatever. Okay. Shall we go speak to the uh, captive? Yeah. Could you have someone bring me a vial of uh, salt water? Salt water? Yes, please. Okay. I mean, if you want some ale, I happen to have some here. Uh, I just reach behind water. me and salt water produce be a... <laughs> that is a wonderful trick. Do okay. all the gods know it? No, it's something special I picked up in... Uh, ah. Craghammer. <laughs> um, Craghammer, you say? <laughs> Man... I didn't know that this world was connected. A long that way, a long way from here. Same place I got my dwarven braid. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, can see a there. Uh, random servant scurrying by. Um. Yeah, the 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 butlers or whatever the the waiters that were kind of walking around platters of drinks and stuff are they're just kind of all gathered up in one area now waiting for instructions. I but. just want to catch one. Okay. And say uh. A uh glass of salt water for my friend here, please. Um, there's a... The first one you came across was a small gnome woman. And... I'm, I'm afraid I can't do anything about that right now. We're locked we have, out of the kitchen. We have nothing in here? Not in the lobby. Ah, well. Okay. I'm sorry, Mr. Mutt-Seal. Seems they're fresh out of salt water. Okay. I have alchemist tools. Did you say that I have some sort of... Sure I can't interest you in a... 
Nice frosty mug of ale. How strong is it? Strongest I can find. Fine, I'll take an empty vial and I will have you fill it up a little bit. Huh? What color is it? Rich gold. Okay. I'll just put a stopper on that. You got a vial of ale? Yep. Okay. You have a vial of ale. I have a vial of ale. Okay. What are you What are you doing? Are we Are we gonna go see the? Yeah, captive? head down to yeah. the dungeon. Go on down to the dungeon. To talk to the captain. Okay. Um. There's. You would know how to get to the, to the dungeon. Um. And as there's kind of an an elevator that goes up. Um. There's only stairs that go down, and they're kind of through a door in the corner. And you go, you find those, and then um. As this building is kind of round all around the outside, the stairs go around the outside edge of the building and they kind of spiral down. So it's a long walk all the way down. Um, and as you get to the bottom of the, the flight of stairs, um, it actually goes down another time, but you know the first one is, is the dungeon. So as you stop at the, at the door at the bottom of the stairs, there's stairs that kind of go to your left that continue down. What can, what's further down? Just kind of like the, the basement I don't know that you would ever have been there, but okay. you know it's kind of a maintenance area. There's, you know, where they take the trash and stuff like that. Um, and so at the bottom of the stairs, there's a door, and you go in, and it's just kind of a small vestibule. And there, there's two, there's two guards standing there guarding like cast iron metal metal bars. And the the hallway is probably about as wide as this room, 10, 12 feet wide. And uh, they're just kind of guarding that door right there. The uh, the bars is uh, the the guy on the other side of them. No, you don't see him. So this would just be kind of like the entrance to the the dungeon. Is it's not very big because obviously why would they have a lot of people in the dungeon here? Um, but you know there's probably eight cells, and they would be on the other side of oh, these. Oh, so bars. this isn't the cells yet. No, this is just kind of like the entrance to the dungeon, but it's okay. also locked. Um, but there's two guards standing there. Go up to him and say, we're here to question the uh, captive. Question the captive? Don't tell me. Uh, the captive that was just brought down here, not five minutes ago. Yeah, uh, there was already a man on it. Are you you working with him? Or? Sure. Make a persuasion or a deception check. Deception, I guess. 18. Uh, all right, well, he said not to let anybody disturb him, but I guess you can go inside. He didn't mention anyone else coming. I'd just go in. Okay, they kind of opened the door for you. It, it was locked, so they, they, had to, uh, they had to unlock it, and they send you inside. Um, and it's, it's dim in here, um, only lit by a couple torches. Um, and there's a hallway that goes straight for probably 20 to 30 feet. And there's a corridor kind of in the middle of that hallway that goes off to the right. And um, if you go forward, it looks like there's a few cells on the left-hand side going down the tunnel that in front of you. So do you want to go straight down the tunnel or do you want to turn right? Or Do I hear? Yeah. Do I hear anything? You're not really hearing much. You hear... Maybe the occasional, it sounds kind of like a whisper, 
but other than that, you're not hearing like any raised voices or anything like that. All right, well, at least step up to that to that T. Okay. Um, see so you've gone by two cells on your left on your way, and you, there's else? nobody in those. And uh, as you get to that T, you hear you do hear a voice coming from the right. Um, and as you travel down that hall, um, it's even darker um, in that corridor. But you do hear the kind of the whispers as you get closer, and there's one guard standing down at the very end of the hall. It's not lit down here very well. Now one torch in this second corridor. Okay. There, the guard's not looking our way. Yeah, he's looking. He's kind of a, against the wall at the far end of the hallway, and he's looking down the hall okay. back towards you. Done. Uh, head towards the whisper. Okay. Um, as you approach the end of the hall, the guard kind of, you hear the whispering stop, and uh, the guard looks over to his right, the cell that's next to him to the right, and uh, you hear them, you hear the guy that, that was talking kind of stop talking, and then you hear him say to the guard, Who is it? Uh, I'm, not, I'm not sure. And he comes uh, walking towards you. Uh, state your business. Here to question the captive. Uh, not supposed to be anybody else down here right now. Captain McIvan says otherwise. Captain McIvan? He told you to come down here? Why else would I be down here in this dark, dank dungeon? Oh, I don't know, but they already sent a guy. He doesn't like to be interrupted. Then, I'll, gonna, then I'll just observe. He's going to be mad at me if I don't send you out of here. Would you rather have him mad at me? At you? Or me? Uh, probably him. Make an intimidation check. <laughs> 19. Ooh. High charisma. Uh, hold on a second. And he goes back down the hall, and you hear him say something to the guy inside again. And, uh, you hear the guy kind of sigh loudly, and then, uh, he busts out of the, the dungeon door and comes walking toward you. It's a very... He's tall, very slim, about 6'3". Um, appears to be elven, and he's wearing um, just some longer, uh, kind of a trench coat, and uh, some slim-fitting pants. Um, looks like he has a, a dagger or two on his waist, and he has his hood up, and as he comes towards you, he kind of flips his hood back, and you can see he has a um, short, short cropped haircut, almost buzzed. Um, he's a He's kind of lighter skinned for an elf. Um, looks pretty pale. And as he comes to her, he says, What do you want? Who are you? Loy Voidrest, here to get to the bottom of this mess. Well, I'm afraid you're going to have to find somewhere else to do it. Who sent you down here? Captain McIvan, who sent you? Mr. Tolliver and um, Lady Vandreth sent me down here. Have you found out anything yet? Not yet. I keep getting interrupted by the likes of you. First time I've interrupted you. I said the likes of you. How many others have been down here? This doofus guard they sent me with, the two out front, they shouldn't even let you in here. I'm dealing with imbeciles. What's your name? You are not wrong there. My name's Oslo. By what means of uh, persuasion are you planning on using, Oslo? Whatever means necessary. And what are they? What means would you assume? 
This is my job. This is what I do. I would be very interested in watching. You would like to watch? I'm afraid... Pick up a new thing or two? I'm afraid I work alone. I'm not asking to help you work. I don't need anyone looking over my shoulder. Well, that is unfortunately not possible, so... Go away. He turns around and walks back and goes into the cell. I walk up to the cell. The guard starts kind of pushing out. Please, just leave. Uh, no. I'm afraid you have to go. I'm afraid I don't. You don't have clearance here, sir. I walk into the cell. It's locked. They locked behind Oslo. Turned to the guard and said, open this door. Ah, let's just watch him. Let's see what this Oslo can do. Oh, we can see through? Yeah, it's just bars. It's just bars? Okay. Yeah. Also, I was kind of watching you from outside the or from inside the door. Let's just stand there. Fine. And he goes back to. Um, he has this this guy. He's he's his arms are attached to the wall, um, chained to the wall. He can't move very much at all. His his ankles are um, tied down as well, kind of to the floor. And um, you see him just kind of. He's bent down next to him, and, and he's just whispering kind of to him, make a perception check. Gosh. 21. 21? Um, he's just asking things like, uh, what did you say? What did you, he said, yeah. gosh. <laughs> Three. Oh, okay. <laughs> you can't hear him. <laughs> you, you don't want to hear mine. <laughs> you can't hear him. Um, you hear him just asking just repeatedly, you know, who sent you? Um, why are you here? What do you want with the crystal? Um, but he's mainly focusing on uh, who who let you in? How did you get in? And stuff like that. And the guy is, is not answering. And um, you see him move up to the guy's hand and it looks like he's kind of sticking something underneath the, the guy's fingernails. And he doesn't... He flinches, but he doesn't hardly make a sound. And... Uh, but you can tell, I mean, you can tell he's kind of squirming. He's in a lot of pain. And then he goes back to asking him the same questions. Um, and then he just, he asks him several times. You watch him for probably close to 10 minutes. And then he walks across the... Uh, can I have an insight? Yeah, sure. On the prisoner? Just kind of... Yeah. Uh, 12. What what do you I'm wanting just like is he just he completely willing to die? He is not gonna answer any questions, like maybe not. Um it looks like he's he's pretty firm. I mean Oslo's not getting much out of him at all. You know, he just keeps telling him he's not gonna he's not gonna tell him anything or um you're too late and just things like that. And um uh, saying stuff like um, you don't know what we're capable of and just things like that about how his, his group is more powerful than than uh, Blackwater and uh, Oslo takes a break for a second and he, he kind of paces across across the cell and grabs like a short stool and just kind of sits down and he's just staring at, at the guy um Who's still kind of pulling at the chains? And How close am I to the lock of the? I mean, as close as you wanted to be, okay. I guess. 
Yeah, I would like to try to, like, covertly uh, unlock it with my thieves' tools. It's so, like a sleight of hand and then unlock Okay. It. Well, make make a stealth check. Well, no, I guess sleight of sleight hand. Of hand yeah. Sleight of hand would be good enough, yeah. Okay. So sleight of hand first. Cough loudly to distract. Okay. What did you roll? Advantage. Am I getting in? Sure. Okay. 18. 18? Sleight of hand. So I just kind of, I just kind of lean forward, like close to the uh, lock, and then I'll start jimming it. Okay, as um, Voidress is <laughs> coughing, um, Oslo just kind of looks over toward him, and the guard uh, looks over at him. Sir. Oh, sorry. Sorry. New bug flying around. 18 to uh, pick it. It unlocks, and um, Oslo is that natural twenty? Yeah, <laughs> Oslo hears hears the hears it unlock, um, but he's kind of just looking over towards both of you, and then he just kind of locks eyes with you and just kind of turns his head sideways and squints a little bit. I'll step in and shut the door back. He just continues sitting there. I'll go and pat him on the shoulder, and at the same time, I'm going to try to lift one of his daggers. Oslo's? Mm -hmm. Okay, go ahead. 19. Is that a sleight of hand? Yeah. What would I roll against that? Uh, perception, I guess... Um, you you get it out of the sheath as you come over and, and put your hand on him he kind of stands up and he's gonna he kind of pushes you a little bit not super aggressively he just kind of grabs onto you and pushes you and gets in your ear um, and he just says I don't know what you're trying to pull I'm just trying to help you're not helping me I'm not hurting you either no Kind of try to push him. Just try to walk past him. He allows you to. Okay. Now I'll just kind of start playing with the knife openly. Okay. So that the guy will see. I am so sorry for the way that my uh, associate has been treating you. He just stares at you. He's been playing with you. It is not nice. And I, I like, I'll take the dagger and kind of stick it back underneath the fingernail. I know it hurts. But we are past that now, and I will cut the finger off. His whole finger? Yeah. Um, he flinches, and, and I mean, you can tell it, it hurts. Yeah. But That's he, you, 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 you. You work for someone stronger than we, don't you? Yes. <laughs> Did you know that you are the only one? escape that auditorium because we allowed it I was one of the ones the, the 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 lady who seemed to be more important than you for sure who was she I, I killed her just like I killed everyone else that you were associated with but 
not talking. I'll pull out the vial of ale. Okay. And I'm going to... 30 feet. I'm within 30 feet, right? Yeah. I'll cast command on him. Okay, what are you gonna? What are you doing with the ale while he's? I'm going to dump it onto his freshly cut finger. Oh, okay, good. good. It's gonna like start stinging really bad and stuff. Yeah, he kind of he he starts kind of screaming a little bit. Now, do you want to go ahead? Yeah. Uh, command, uh, reveal everything. Is there a saving throw about that? Yes. I don't have my spell cards. Um. Be a wisdom save, I think. <coughs> Speak a one word command. So what what was your command? Reveal. Okay. Wisdom saving throw. What, what's your spell save? 14. 14. I right, rolled a 17. You actually, you actually had to say it? Yeah. Um, if that Oslo looks toward you, um, and he says, it's not going to work. It's worth a shot. Um, is he still screaming from the ale that I poured on him? A little bit. He's just kind of breathing heavily. Now, I regret to inform you that I have just poisoned you. I'm sorry. It is uh, not a very nice poison. It is going to take many days. It will begin rotting from that little point, and I'll kind of poke it with the knife again. The, the flesh, it's going to begin rotting and it will not stop rotting until your arm and eventually your torso and neck it would go all the way down but I figure once it gets into your chest and around your head you will probably die but you will be awake for the whole thing I'll make a decision Jay with advantage because this is awesome yeah sure oh those are so Nine. Nine? I hate when it doesn't work. Um. I mean, he would roll inside against that, right? Yeah. Well, he rolled a six. So, um, he kind of, kind of looks a little bit frantic in his eyes. And then he says, So I only have to endure this for a couple days then. Oh, no, no, no. (laughs) I have an antidote. And... Four or five. I can always make more. I, I made this myself. I can cure you. And then I'll just... And I'll go to the other hand. Cut another finger off. Start over on another appendage. He spits in your face when you do that. Yes, well... You are looking at... As long as I desire to keep you alive. A very painful existence... Whereas I can put you out of your misery as well, just with a flick of a wrist. Please do. Answer some questions. Um, at this point, Oslo comes over and taps you on the shoulder and kind of backs up motions for you to come towards him. 
One moment. I'll take a few steps back, and I'm going to keep my eyes on him, but I'll turn my head to listen. To? Oslo. Okay. Um, I don't think this is going to be that simple. I like your techniques, though. I don't say anything, because I'm, I'm full-facing that guy. I'm not going to. Listen, he told me something about the basement. Why don't you go check that out? I can always come back if you need help. Right. Just run with it. Okay. Okay. Aren't we in the basement? You're in the dungeon. Okay. I will. The basement's the next level down. Okay. I'll head to the uh, to the gate and I'll pull it open. I'll look back at him. I'll see you in a few hours. He just spits towards you again. I throw the dagger. Like aim for his thigh or something. Okay. Gosh. Uh. Twelve. To hit. I mean, he doesn't have armor yeah. on, so I'd say Shit. hit. Okay. Uh, roll a d4. Max damage. Eight. Eight. Uh, he goes unconscious. <laughs> um, ah, he, my apologies. You <laughs> see Oslo kind of roll his eyes and he runs over to him and starts doing something um, as you leave. Um, so, are you both going now, I assume? He said that we should go check the basement. See, was that information so hard to tell us? Turn head towards the basement. <coughs> um. So you come back out of the door there, go past the two guards, and then there's the staircase that goes down to your right. Um, it's another kind of long turning staircase that goes down another floor, and uh, then it opens up into it, it's this room looks like it's the size kind of of the building, like the size of the building would be at this point. It's it's just. Big open. Um, there's some port, some supportive pillars in places. Um, so it's the Undercroft. Yeah, but it's just kind of. <laughs> it's it's lit fairly well. There's a lot of torches down here, um, but you don't you don't see anyone around. Um, make make a perception check. Gosh, oh, that was almost. <laughs> Uh, I think I also have an eight. Yeah, I've eight. not rolled anything good on perception at all. This entire, <laughs> that's the what third, fourth perception roll I've yeah, made. Yeah, we've read and the, few. all of them. That's the best one at eight. Have you rolled a good number yet? I really don't think you have. Uh, on anything? Uh, no, the uh, intimidation. I did. You're right. Yeah. Um. So you don't really see you don't see anyone as you come down here. Um. Are you looking for anything in in particular, or do you just want to look around? You said it's well lit. Well, yeah, what is yeah. down here? Is it like storage? Um, there's a lot of crates and things kind of around the outside edge. Um, right upon coming into the room, um, there's... To your left, there's kind of a stall. There's a bunch of tools hardware things like that um 
and kind of around the edge of the wall, there's another spot where there's two big openings and you can kind of see a ramp going up on both of them. And over in that area, you see a bunch of uh, crates, just all different sized crates. Um, but the doors are big enough. Um, they're big enough that you could get very large things through them. Horse and cart, or or almost like uh, a like loading, yeah, kind of like dock, a yeah loading bay, right? And and you see the ramp, just kind of a slow grade all the way up. Um, is this place very dirty? Like, is it dusty? A lot? Do people come down here a lot? It it's very used, and it looks pretty clean, kind of like the rest of the, of the facility. But it definitely looks like where where there's maybe shipping and receiving of supplies and things, and there's. Um, you see another area, some kind of large like uh, dumpster bins, um, and there's there's trash bags kind of piled over there, also around the dumpster. And you see a a chute coming from the ceiling, um, and you at this point you see a trash bag kind of fall down from that chute down into the. Where does that go? I don't know. I have people that take care of the trash. How far above the ground is it? Like above the ground is the chute. Yeah. Um. Uh, it's it's probably another three feet above the dumpster, um, and the dumpster is about shoulder height, so it's probably eight feet off the ground or so. Walk over to the uh, loading bay. Does it look like there's anything that's come in very recently? Like you know, some there's, boxes or crates. Uh, Right in the, in the middle of... So there's the, there's the two doors that come in, and you see kind of a, an area where it looks like they unload stuff. And there's six or eight big boxes just kind of sitting just in the middle. Like, it looks like somebody unloaded them, and then, and then they're, un, they're untouched. Mm-hmm. Um, which is strange. Everything else is kind of stacked up. Everything has its place, and there's just boxes sitting right in the middle of the area. I'd like to... Look at those boxes. Inspect those boxes. Okay, make an investigation check. I'll help him. Are you kidding me? Five. (laughs) That was with advantage. I rolled a four and a five. Um, Oh, I have a plus four. I should have actually rolled. (laughs) They... It's just... It's strange that there's boxes kind of sitting here. Are they open? In the area. Could people fit in them? People could definitely fit in them. Um, as you're kind of looking around them, uh, you hear a voice suddenly. Oh, hello? What was that? Look around. This place haunted? It's pretty new to be haunted. Um, what are you gentlemen doing? And you see, uh, coming out from behind one of the, the pillars, you see a, a skinny dwarf very pretty old he has a kind of a, a shorter gray beard are you and dwarf? He's, no no i'm human, human in this one <laughs> um but he's aj he's, keeps getting them backwards yeah. too yeah he's bald on top um but he's wearing kind of like a little uh little round cap it doesn't have a bill it's just kind of sitting on top of his head and uh he's got a broom in his hand and he's kind of walking towards you what, what can i help you gentlemen hmm. it is haunted uh, yes, we are investigating after the incident upstairs. Have you been informed of an incident? Incident? No. No. Of course not. Where Just been cleaning up. These boxes, where did they come from? Ugh, late shipment. 
It doesn't normally come in that late, but I thought maybe they got behind. When did they come in? Uh, three, four hours ago. Kind of right as everyone was, was shutting down and heading upstairs. Perfect timing. Who did anyone uh, take the shipment? Well, the receiving guy already left. Um, he looked like he signed off on them and then took off. Nobody opened them or anything. Have they been opened since? Well, I didn't open them, and I'm the only one down here. I'll he, open one. Um, he he reaches over at that point and kind of just puts his hand on one of the boxes, and the side just falls out and opens up. And there's nothing in there, is there? There's nothing in there. There's nothing in there. A little bit of hay, some packing oh, yeah. material. Well, how about that? Oh, yeah. Uh, what is the name of the man who uh, took the shipment in? Uh, I think his name's Robert. Robert. Yeah? Does he have a surname? Oh, sorry. Um, Mr. Jennings? And who are you? Um, I'm Adolf. Does he have a little mustache? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> How long have you been down here? Today? Um... I usually start about 2 p.m. What time is it now? It's probably coming on 10 o'clock. At night? Yeah. Oh, okay. Oh. So you saw these boxes were delivered, and you didn't see anyone come out of them? Someone come and... People come out of them? No, definitely not. Where have you been for the past eight or so hours? Ah, uh, I was upstairs some, uh, taking out some trash, and then I've been down here sweeping up and, uh, uh, you know, just my normal activities. And you haven't seen anyone strange or abnormal, people who don't belong here? Ah, uh, no, not till I saw you guys. The boxes, do they have uh, any kind of shipping label? Yeah, where, where it came from. Yeah, yeah, they each, they each have a shipping label. Um, and it says... They don't... The, the after, Make an investigation check. Either of you. Sorry. Gosh, <laughs> go ahead and roll it. I rolled a six. Twelve. Um, from what you can understand, there's there's a lot of there's a lot of stickers on them and different stamps and things. Um, kind of, uh, you can tell that they originated. They originated somewhere around Rockport, and you see the stamp of River's End on it. So they passed through River's End, and that seems like th that stamp looks newer. It looks fresher than the others. Um, and you would know, coming from, from Rockport, they would have a pretty good journey getting here. How far is it from River's End? Uh, from River's End... Um, by regular boat. Would take. 
three to five days. Okay. But there's no, like, uh, business names or uh, personnel names. It's just the, the ports. Yeah, yeah, pretty much, yeah. Um, and then it it's it's addressed um, it has an Attenborough's address but it doesn't say anything like um, Blackwater or anything like that it says attention Robert Jennings but it doesn't it doesn't say Blackwater anywhere on it it just says Attenborough's attention Robert Jennings how many boxes are there there's there's three really big ones. Okay. Do they all open? Like, I'll just walk around and like pull. Yeah. Them the, they're they're not sealed back tightly. They're they're just kind of some of them are kind of propped. Some of them they they kind of took the the staples or nails holding them together and kind of stuck them back in where it's a little bit less obvious. Um, but there's there's three large ones and then there's three that are a little bit smaller. But there's six total boxes. Okay. And I, can I open the smaller ones too? Yeah. Is there anything in there? There's nothing in it. Just just hay. Um, Uh, Can I look around on the ground, see if I see any uh, hay or packing material that has kind of been strewn that they might have missed? Yeah. I mean, there's... Make an investigation check. Uh, (laughs) Ah. 13. I mean, there's hay and packing stuff all kind of over right here it's not super clean in this area you can tell that some of it did come out of those boxes but there's also some that came out of other boxes you but. do a wonderful job cleaning Adolf oh I do my best thank you do me a favor and don't clean this up don't touch anything down here for right now oh okay in, in this area do you know where we can find Mr. Robert Jennings um, unless he stuck around for the summit, he probably went to his home. He lives in town. Do you know where? No, I just know he he's a citizen of the area. That's all I know. He doesn't live on the premises like some of us. Where does that chute go? How how high? Um, it, well, there's the dungeon floor, uh, and then above that's the ground floor. It goes all the way up to several levels, um... But it just goes to janitor closets and such. You have not seen anyone strange in any of the janitor closets? Today, no. But pretty much just been down here. Except when you want. Well, any I Any other day, have you? I did go... I didn't gather any trash. Um, well, I did... I was in the janitor's closet on the first floor earlier because I took some, a couple trash bags and dumped them down the chute, but... What floor is the auditorium on? It's on the ground floor, first floor. Okay. I'm going to yeah, I think go up that way. I think we've got everything we can get here. Thank you, Adolf. Oh, anytime. I will meet you upstairs. Yeah, I'll go upstairs too. Yeah, I'm going to go up the chute though. You're going up the chute? Yeah. Okay. I'd go up the stairs. <laughs> okay. What, what are you doing? Investigating. Well, be careful over there. I shall. Um, the chute is... It's pretty wide. I mean, it's big enough you could definitely get your body in there, but it's just big enough that it's kind of hard to get. You can't really use the pressure. Like, it's just wide enough your hands aren't really touching the sides good enough to get good pressure. Um, so you, you climb up on the dumpster, and you have to kind of jump up to the inside of it and try to grab on. So make a dexterity check. Uh, 23. 
23. Okay, yeah, you definitely, you get up there and you just kind of stick your hands. <laughs> you kind of stick your hands and you and you work your way in. Um, and you do have dark vision, right? Half elf, yes. Okay. As as you get inside, you see on the inside of this chute, um, there's a rope hanging. Okay. But it's, it's kind of just, it's against the wall in front of you. It's not like a rope ladder, and it's not just hanging down the center. You can't just climb the rope, but it, it looks like somebody used it, it to, to yeah. help climb up. Yeah. I will uh, shout down. Mr. Adolf, do you know that there is a rope in the chute? Is that normal? Somebody threw a rope away? They throw all kinds of good stuff away. That's was. Thank you. I will go ahead and climb up to the first floor. <laughs> if it's a good rope, throw it down. <laughs> I shall. Where does the rope get tied off at? Um... You pull on the rope, check it, it's good, um, and you, you use it to help your way up, and it stops on the first floor, and you kind of push your way out of the chute. Okay. I'll cut it and let it drop. Okay. Yeah, and you hear kind of echoing through there, Thank you! <laughs> <laughs> but as you open up... Do not run off with it! <laughs> as you as you open up the flap, kind of turning around, um, you come into... You open it up into the janitor's closet, and you just see one, the a, a small gnome... Um, one of the one of the servers, uh, a male gnome standing there with a bag of trash, <laughs> he's about to put in, and he just sees your head pop out. I as I climb out, I'll just kind of hold it, uh, hold the flap open. There you go. He kind of reaches for. He never breaks eye contact with you. Th- drops the bag in, and then turns and kind of hurries out of the room. <laughs> okay. I'm sure he's like waiting for me by now. I'm sure. He, yeah, I'm going you. up to the to the auditorium looking for the janitor's closet. Okay. The, the, the long. The long flight of stairs, I mean, it does take you a while. It probably takes you as long as it took him to climb up and, and everything has happened. You come out. Uh, are you going out of the janitor's closet? Or you yeah, I'll, I'll step. Okay. Just I'll wait because I figure he'll come to the okay. janitor's closet. He, uh, so I'll just step out and wait for him. Make make it a wisdom check to know where the, <laughs> the janitor's closet is. 13. Okay, you know the area that the janitor's closet would be in. You're just not sure exactly what door it is. You come back through the lobby, and uh, there's a lot less people in here now. Uh, the guards have taken a lot of them to their rooms and, and stuff like that. Uh, you still see some guards kind of standing around, um, and the captain kind of makes a stink eye at you as you go by. Um, and then he goes back to talking to some guards, and you go past the auditorium into a hallway, kind of in the in the far left corner of the of the lobby. And there's doors right and left, few here and there. There's a lot of uh, just janitorial things. Should I cut that rope off? Um, there's a door. There's a door to the kitchen, and uh, then you come up on a door that's labeled uh, it's labeled trash chute. And, and slash janitorial, and you go in, and you see Rafa standing. No, I'll be out in the hallway waiting. Oh, you're coming out? Okay. Yeah, you see Rafa standing in the hallway. See anything interesting? There was a rope tied to this floor that reached all the way down to, this, uh, to the, the shipping yard area. I cut it off. Adolf wanted it, but I told him not to run off with it. He can prove that it, was, that it came out to there. Well, he'll still have a knot up at the top there. Um... Shall we, uh... Yeah, I want to ask your Mr. Captain of the Guardman if any one of his guards watches this hallway. Good luck. He's, uh... inept, to say the best. I agree. <laughs> oh. He he was in the hall whenever I came in. This way? Yes. Okay. I'll lead him back out there. Okay. okay. You see him standing in the lobby. 
Yes, Mr. Captain of the Gods, sir. Trying to be polite as possible. Yes. Does any of your men guard that hallway that I just come out of? The hallway over there? Yes, the clean where the janitor's closet is. Uh yeah, there were there were two men stationed there um on this end of it. Uh can we they speak were, to them? I suppose. Um they were mainly helping uh some of the VIPs to the balcony seats um in that hallway. So they were not guarding the hallway. They were keeping anyone from going through from the lobby. Um, but they were, anyone with VIP passes would go to those guards and they would lead them to the correct door to get to the balconies. Well, uh, upon our investigation, it seems that whoever broke in, we tried to go and look at the actual crime scene where we killed them all, but your guards would not let us in, so we went down to Some question. of the lead investigators are already on the scene in there. Uh, if they're as, as elite as you, I'm sure we will find them very quickly. So then we tried to go and question the uh, captive and did a little better there. Uh, we got out of him, uh, Mr. Oslo got out of him at least, that we should go and check the basement. The shipping yard area, uh, we found quite a few boxes that it seems that these uh, foes shipped themselves in. A Mr. Robert Jennings, his name was on the boxes, it was uh, addressed to him. Uh, yeah, sure, the shipping manager, yes. He signed for them and left them. They got out somehow. Whether he helped them or not, I do not know. And then it seems that they climbed up the garbage chute. There was a rope tied in. The knot is still attached. You can go see. Mr. Adolf downstairs has the rope. I do not wish that anyone would climb in or out of it anymore. So, I would like to see if your guards, instead of keeping people from going in there, saw anyone strange come out. Top-notch job, gentlemen. Yeah, let me see if I can round them up. I think they've been escorting some of the uh, uh, some of the guests to the rooms. You just said that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, here they come now, and you see them kind of coming down the, the elevator. You see four or five guards all coming down, and there's just a few guests kind of standing around waiting in, in the lobby still. Um, and he says, he says, hey, Schmitty. You and you and Thompson come over here, and uh, two of the guards come over. You two were guarding the hallway, right? You helping the VIPs? Yeah, yeah, that was us. All right, these gentlemen want to talk to you. You be truthful with them for sure. Did any of your VIPs uh, come from behind you? Come out of that hallway where the janitor's closet is? Uh, no, shouldn't have been anyone in or out of there. Did you see... You didn't see anyone come out of there? No. Inside. Yeah. Okay. Ten. Twenty. Not natural. Um, he's, he's telling the truth. Well, I take that back. There were a couple waiters uh, that went through there because there's a door to the kitchen. Um, but they were pretty much going through the other door to the kitchen most of the time. So, we, I mean, we mainly let a couple through, and they'd come right back out. Did any of the people that we kill, were they wearing anything like waiter costumes or... No, they were... Uh, after you kind of saw them when you were fighting them, you were kind of surprised. It They almost looked like they would have stood out. But they weren't wearing super nice clothes, but they weren't, they weren't dressed grungily. I mean, they were clean, but once you... 
once you saw them, it was like they don't look like the rest of the people here. They, they're not wearing um, nightwear or like party clothes. They're just kind of decently dressed but wearing armor and such like that. So they didn't fit in, but they somehow managed to squeak through. Do you know what this Mr. Robert Jennings is he here? Did he stick around for the keynote speaking? Are are you asking the yeah. the guards or the captain? No, captain. Yeah, I'm done with those two. Uh if you are. Yeah, I got nothing. I for wouldn't him. know. Most of those guys that work down there don't stick around. Do you know where he lives in town? He lives in town? I know. Does I'd probably know? find out. Can you have him brought here? He might know something. Uh I could send for him. I reckon someone knows where he lives. We had to talk to HR. Uh, I don't know. I'll He's our best lead at the moment. Let me uh, let me put a man on it. Just wait a minute and I'll, I'll see what I can find out. Is your investigators done or could we go and just look around? In the auditorium? Strictly off limits. Of course. It's under investigation. Can't go tromping around in there. Yeah. You act like it's my fault. I'm doing what I'm told. I answer to people as well. It's fine. I just... I mean, we are two of the ones who, you know, took care of the situation entirely, but... Well, you know what, actually? Why don't you, uh... Why don't you go talk to Mr. Tolliver? He knows where everyone lives. I think he's on the fourth level. That'll do. Medical ward. <clears throat> They'll let you in. Oh, will they? That will be a surprise. I'll follow him. Go up fourth floor. Fourth floor. Um, as you On get the elevator. up there, this I hate is, elevators. Uh, <laughs> this is definitely th this floor looks like it's probably just used for uh, the medical ward, um, and also medical technology and stuff like that. But the first main door you see is kind of like um, looks like an emergency room. You you go through and uh, as you come in, there's 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 just beds kind of like an old timey hospital feel um as you come into this room um and it's just the medical ward there's nobody stopping anybody um and you come in and you see uh mr tolliver sitting on the edge of the bed and his it, all of his his top all of his top clothes have been removed and there's a nurse kind of looking at his, at the wound on his chest and stuff and he's i'm fine i'm fine leave me alone and uh but he's just kind of sitting on the edge of the bed there Go up to him. Mr. Tolliver. Gentlemen. How are you? Well, I've been better. Understandable. Absolutely understandable. I'm going to be fine, though. I've seen way worse. We have some uh, interesting information so far. Okay. It seemed that they uh, snuck in through our shipping bay in crates. Interesting. And snuck up the trash chute. Right now, our best lead is Robert Jennings. Robert Jennings. I know that name. Would you happen to know where we could find him? Who's Robert Jennings? Why is he the lead? What? Robert. Shipping guy. Yeah. 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 He's in charge of the shipping down there. He took the crates, and the crates were addressed to him. Not Blackwater, but to... To him, him personally. Oh, yeah. Well, that's how it always goes. That makes perfect sense. Well... Technically, Blackwater isn't here. If you remember, it's cloaked, such like that. Um, 
he's the shipping manager. Everything goes to him. Mm-hmm. It says attention, Robert Jennings. Uh, did they say? Did they just say Attenborough's attention, Robert Jennings. Is that what it said? Yes. Okay. See, we uh, we know when shipments are coming. We go meet them on the road. We pick them up and bring them here. Were you expecting a shipment from Rockport, or would you know? From Rockport. Uh, we get stuff from there all the time, I believe, but that would definitely be a question for Robert. I don't know. That's uh, we need to speak to him. Trying to speak to him right now. Yes, as soon as possible. Uh, he's actually one of the few that lives here in town. He doesn't live in the building. He lives in town with his family. Uh, Are we allowed to leave? I can make sure you can leave. Um, he lives. Well, void rest knows. Uh, where the tavern is, the drunk. No, absolutely. Pool, yeah, um, go a block or two down Laughing from fool. there. What? Laughing fool. Laughing fool. That's it. Yeah. Sorry, I don't attend. Um, I'm sure it's, it's been a drunken long time. fools. It's been it's been a long time. Uh, anyway, go back out. As you come out the front door, go through the gate. Go till you see the laughing fool. Uh, make a right. He lives in a little. Little house back behind there, a couple, couple uh, doors down. I, I don't, I couldn't tell you exactly. Would you like us to uh, aid in the investigation of the uh, auditorium? No, yeah. I thought I think they already got our best guys on that. You just keep chasing this lead. Best guys. I think Thorn's in there. Okay. Well, at least Thorn may be able to track. Yeah, that's what we're hoping. Uh, what well, do you have? Uh, Mr. Sika doing? Well, he was here for a while because they were uh, intrigued by his ability to uh, heal a bit. Um, and I got him doing some heavy lifting or something somewhere. I'm not really sure what he's doing right now. That he might actually be down there in the auditorium too. How is the lady? Uh, not faring as well as me, but she's going to be fine. Took him a while to get the arrow out of her. May probably not help that he healed it when the arrow was still inside. Well, <laughs> I don't know that that harmed, but uh, they did have to open it back up a bit. Stop the bleeding for the time being, though. We appreciate that. Boy dressed. All right, shall we go uh, accost this Robert Jennings? Yeah, uh, absolutely. Go easy on him, gentlemen. I mean, he's he's an everyman. He's with his family. Don't make a scene. How well, how long have you known him? He's worked here, well, I mean, this building's only been here a couple of years, as you know, Mr. Voidrest. Uh, he came on board then. Uh, I've worked for Blackwater for, you know, 10, 15 years, uh, but got relocated here. Him living in town already here and getting hired, and we don't know that much about him, but uh, he's been a good employee. He may not have anything to do with it, but... I mean. He's definitely the guy to ask. Well, should we go? We have interesting questions for him. Yeah, leave. Okay. Just going, trying to go straight to his house? Yeah. Okay. Uh, did you come Unless, back down? Uh, Mr. Mark Seal wants to stop by the Laughing Pool first. I do not know. Okay, just checking. <laughs> As you come back into the lobby, it's, it's very dispersed now. There's just a couple of guards standing around. You don't even see the captain anymore. Um... Very quiet. Uh, some of the some of the, the the servers and things are cleaning up now, um, and 
and trying to get looks like they're getting things ready for the for the next day trying to get uh breakfast and things uh ready they're they're setting some different tables and getting glasses and cups and things out and things. mr Masil, you might be able to get your salt water now if you still want it your ale it was fine okay um and the guards let you out at the front door um you don't have to explain much to for them to let you out um and out through the courtyard and they let you out the main gate and uh there's a drizzle of rain outside a pretty nasty evening uh, i'll put my hood up but you can see uh see the torchlight coming from the tavern ahead it's at this point it's gotten close to 11 11 or 11 30 so um there's not a lot going on in town, especially in a small town like this. Walk past the Laughing Fool. Okay. Hang right. Um, make a uh, wisdom check. Yeah. Both of you, if you're if you're looking for the house. Natural twenty. Hey, I'm glad two <laughs> or three actually. Um, as you round the corner, it's just kind of a. This isn't a very urban community. It's 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 all just dirt streets. All of it's kind of uh, rutted up from the few carts that come through here. A lot of uh, uh, padding around from horses and, and mules and things like that. Um, and you see just kind of a small house ahead on your right. Kind of stands alone. Has a green door. Um, it's a little bit nicer than some of the other houses around it. Um, and from what from what Mr. Tolliver described, you made it, you got a natural 20. It, it seems like it would be the place from what, from what he said. It was as close as anything that you could see. I believe this is the one. Are you sure? Not really, but it, it <laughs> seems right. Cause guess as any, um, there's a little bit of candlelight coming from the inside. I will allow you to speak to him. I am step up the door and knock on it. Not so good with people. <laughs> um, you hear some kind of scraping around, and then the door opens, and uh, there's a younger, mid middle-aged dwarf, that male, that opens the door, and he's wearing some type of kind of like night cloak or something. It looks like pajamas, and he's holding a book in one hand and a, and a candle in the other. May I help you? What what time was it right now? About? It's like eleven, eleven thirty. Mister Jennings. Yes. Might we come inside? My name is Mister Voidrest. We have some things we need to discuss. Oh, uh, you're from work. Yes. He kind of looks back behind him. Yeah, uh, come in quietly. Kids are asleep. Got you. He goes over and uh. Leaves the door open for you, and he kind of pads across the floor with his candle, and he sets it down on the. Um, it's kind of a coffee table, and there's there's a little bit of a fire in the fireplace, and he kind of sits down in the chair, and he motions to uh, the couch across the room from him. I take a seat. Yeah. Anything to drink? <sighs> Might you have no, some ale? No, not right now. Ale? Uh, yes. Yeah, I can get you some ale. You do not need that at the moment. I always need ale. Actually, I have this very fine sherry. Would you like to try some of it? Absolutely. And it's sitting on the coffee table open, and he kind of just pours a little bit in the bottom of a glass and hands it to you. Pick the glass up. 
Uh, investigation check on it just to make sure. Oh, you're sniffing it? Yes. <laughs> okay, make an investigation check. I See like how that. fine of a sherry it is. Eleven. It just smells like alcohol. Mm, take a sip. Tastes good. Set down. It's a fine liquor. Very expensive. That's a fine sherry. Thank you. Yeah, I like it. Set it down. And, uh, Mr. Jennings, do you know about the events that took place tonight? Uh, they were having, At our place uh, of business. They were having the summit, right? Uh, yes. That's about all I know. There were certain agent provocateurs that made their way in. Uh, you're going to have to speak English here. I'm just the shipping guy. Yes, you are. Some of the crates you took in, they were filled with people that had intent for harm for our business. Really? Yes. The last shipment that came in. From Rockport. Mr. Adolph said that came in late. Conspicuously late. Yeah, last one of the day I was trying to get out of there. Uh, real big boxes. Mm-hmm. Were you expecting them? Uh, we get a lot of stuff from Rockport. I, but I, were you expecting them? And not any more than I expect any other packages. I don't necessarily know what's coming unless it's a super special order. Uh, I just... People order supplies. Uh, what was supposed to be in them? Uh, I don't remember. I barely looked at the manifest. Do you have I just signed you? it and left. What's that? Do you have the manifest with you or do you leave it at work? Uh, it would be at work. I just plan to open them in the morning. They were trying to get us out of there as quick as possible because of the summit and everything. Understood, understood. Normally stuff doesn't come that late. Uh, right at the end of the insight ship. insight on him. Okay. Natural 20. Wow, you're hot. Man. <laughs> you're hot, he's ice cold. Yeah. Um, I've tried both dice. He seems to be pretty truthful. He does. He's um, not dodging eye contact or anything like that, and he does. He looks surprised about everything that, that you're telling him and just a little bit confused. Mr. Marcel, are you sure you wouldn't like to try this sherry? I am good. It is very nice. We have more work to do. Take another sip. Uh, is there anything else? Do I need to come down there? Uh, is there anything I need to help you with? Uh, Where is your manifest? Uh, it'd be on my desk. Would it have the information of, like, who was sending the package, or...? I mean, it normally does. It would show an origin. What uh, is expected. Yeah, the expected contents. I mean, if it was taken along the way, then... Normally, you know, we open them up immediately and count and everything like that, but... You're in a hurry. Yeah. This never happens. I mean, I I rarely leave packages on the dock either. But I was just going to come in a bit early and check them out tomorrow. There was also a uh, rope in the garbage chute that led up to the first floor where all this uh, trouble started. Don't know anything about that. No, definitely not. I don't deal with the trash. There's no guards that usually stay down in the shipping area? No, uh, not unless there's something weird going on or if there's some kind of real special special delivery or something real special getting shipped out every now and then they might escort a couple guards down there, but... Okay. 
drained my glass, and uh, we wish you a good night, Mr. Jennings. Yeah. Sorry to disturb you. Oh, it's fine. Boy. So long to that job. Maybe, maybe not. Was anyone injured? Quite a few, including the lady and, uh... Mr. Tolliver. Mr. Tolliver. Oh, yeah, I'm done for sure. Why? Why do you say that? I should have opened the packages. Well, you probably would not be alive if you had. It's possible, but... And then your children would not have a father. I guess that's true. Don't worry too much. There's still unraveling to be done. All right, well, I appreciate it, gentlemen. Stand up and leave. He kind of walks you to the door and opens it up, lets you outside. I would come in tomorrow morning. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Maybe a little early. Yeah. Head back to the uh, uh, Twisted Spire. Yeah. Um, Shall we go see if we can find this manifest? Yep, that is the next lead. I mean, I don't expect anything from it. I don't figure that these people were even in the boxes at River's End. I, I suspect they somehow got in the boxes just a day today. Right before they were shipped in. And they had to have intercepted the shipment somewhere. We should have asked him. I'll go back and knock on the door again. Yeah, uh, just thought the same okay. thing. Uh, he opens it back up. By chance, who delivered the uh, those boxes? Uh, well, the way it works, we got... Uh, we send guys out to go meet packages. Or, or we, we they deliver them to spots in the road, basically. Um so no one knows our location, but I don't remember it might Will it be on your manifest? No, that's the drivers never mention on the manifest. Um Yeah. I, I don't I'm not real sure. You have to check and see. Um Might have been Trevin. Trevin. Uh Trevin Demore, uh, he's one of the drivers. Seems like maybe he was the last one to come in. But there was, well, there was another one too. It, it came in two carts. Cause those boxes were so large. I don't remember who the other one was. Do you know where we can find Trevin? Uh, does no. he stay in the spire or does he live here in town? I'm not sure. I don't see him every day. Thank you. Wish you a good night. You as well. I go back to the door. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Head back to the spire. Okay. Are you going back down to the basement or? Uh, where where was uh, Jennings's office? Probably you would down. assume it would be down there yeah. in the shipping area. Is Adolf still there? Yeah, you see him. Sweeping and trying to stay out of those boxes. You see him kind of, there's a clean circle swept around those boxes. Uh, where's that rope that fell down? Oh, back so soon. Uh, I put it over there with the rest of my treasures. 
and he kind of motions, and there's just this heaping pile <laughs> kind of over Behold, in the corner. <laughs> my stuff! Yeah. I just throw everything over there that's good that they throw away. Of course. What's there? Um, <laughs> make, totally envision this like a pile of just, like, junk. Make an investigation check for the rope. 17. Uh, you, you, you do see a rope kind of laying. 16. Uh... <laughs> it's low on the pile. He just kind of flung it over there, and it's draped over some metal scraps and and some stuff like that. Uh, where is Mister Jennings' office? We will, we need to look at the manifest. You asked where his office is. Yeah. Well, I wouldn't call him much of an office. He's just kind of got a desk over there, and um, next to there's the the two big bay doors. And uh, to the right of that, there's just kind of a line of, of tables, and, and you see some paperwork piled up and stuff over okay. there. I'll go look for the manifest. Okay. Um, yeah, I'll go. It's just kind of... It, everything's decently organized, and you see, you see a pile on the right in kind of a little tray of stuff that he's signed, and it's the top one. Um and make an investigation check. Natural 20. Oh my gosh. Six. You roll a natural 20, so it means I have to come up with very detailed things. <laughs> um, so, you pull out the top, the top four or five, and, and the top, uh, the very top one is obvious as part of it, but it says, it says one of three. Um, so you filter three papers down and you find three separate ones and there's a, a couple of these. All the 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 small boxes all came on one thing. You see, it has the dimensions of each package, and it says for those they're like um, three by five, three by five, three by five. Um, it has uh, estimated weights and things like that. And then the other two are for the big ones. Um, two of them are on one, and one of them's on the other one. And uh, what are you specifically looking for? Um, who, what was supposed to be in the packages, where it was sent from exactly. Okay, um, for it, myself, I'm also wondering if, um, where they went through at River's End, if Lord Marquis had a hand in it or something. Okay. Um, the shipping provider is MOL. You notice that immediately because it's their it's their stationery. Um, but you know that whoever it was from from your from your company would have handed it off to theirs wherever that they picked it up. Um, the address that it is shipped to, it just says Attenborough's attention Robert Jennings. And it's The contents of the big ones are kind of obscure. It says like um, wood fixtures, and another one says um, um, concrete powder, and another one says uh, brick and mortar, and the weights are are really high. Like it, it's. Uh, 
like one of them is is close to a ton and then um down from there okay um is there anything else that I the it the origin in Rockport it doesn't say a specific business it just says uh it says shipped from Rockport okay. which is strange but it has the dock number that it left from at Rockport which is one of MLL's docks and then it traveled here and in River's End it does show it says pass through River's End dock such and such um, I think we're going to Rockport. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, well, I, I rolled a six, so <laughs> you're you're ready to I, go. I, I don't see anything. Yeah, but in uh, I know that, what I know. Whatever you tell me is that common? Yeah. <laughs> on uh, on the river's end part, you notice that it does come in and leave from the same dock, so it doesn't look like anything got shifted around okay. or anything like that. I want to go back to the boxes now and like climb inside and look for any kind of residue or anything like okay uh, um, for the cement mix or the brick and mortar that kind of stuff. You or already rolled a very good investigation check, so I'm just going to let you go off of that. Yeah. Um, it looks like these boxes have been used before. There's like some scuffs and things on the inside. It looks like maybe there's been some metal things in here, um, but. There's no evidence that what was what was inside of them is what was on the shipping manifest. Okay. Um, you do find an empty water skin in one of them. Um, in another one, you find some crumbs. Um, and then you find a uh, small kind of pry bar tool inside one of the small ones that is just kind of thrown askew. Well... It seems like this was planned from at least all the way in Rockport because um, the items that were listed on the manifest were never in these boxes. So either they shipped them empty or shipped them with people in there for a very long time, which that seems absurd to me. But the boxes had to come from all the way from Rockport to get here if the people climbed in them just in the past day or so. Yeah, with just a water skin and some crumbs, I don't think they would have been in there all the way from Rockport. Yeah. Maybe from River's End. You said it was like, how many days? Three from to five on a normal on a normal boat. Yeah, that's, that still would have been stretching it. Do, it's in uh, the, sev- the 70, 72 to 80 hours. that incredibly right? fast uh, boat thing that we rode on do shipments... It was just a passenger. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You don't know of any that would be big enough to carry. Okay. Yeah. No, carry. it's it's just for people that need to get placed fast. Okay. Uh, I, I suppose we could bring this to Mr. Tolliver. I would like to stop and see how Mr. Oslo is getting on. Yeah, I think uh, our next move is going to be an expedition. So, yeah, I'll... Uh, I'll just head up to Mr. Tolliver and inform him of everything we've... I want to go to the dungeons and okay, see so how... Are y'all going to split up? Okay, we'll do Tolliver first. Um, I head upstairs. He's no longer in the, the medical area. Oh, well, uh, I catch a nurse or someone. Has Mr. Tolliver been released? Uh, yes, he insisted. 
I assume he went back to his office? Yes, yeah, he's in his room. He should be. Okay. Uh, go there. Okay. Um, I mean, you know where, where his private quarters are. Mm-hmm. Uh, the door's locked. Knock on it. Okay. Uh, he comes to the door after a couple minutes, and he's got... He still has his shirt off, and he has some type of bandage over his, his chest. Uh, Mr. Boardrest? Mr. Tolliver, came to inform you of what we have found out so far. Okay. Um... We spoke to Mr. Jennings, and we do not believe that he has anything to do with this. He he seems exactly as you said, a good employee, decent so man. He he just accepted the shipment. He, he didn't exactly open like anything. He always does. Yes. He didn't open anything. No, not with the uh, the. Uh, they normally inspect the contents. No, but he. Uh, he left because of the uh, summit. Yeah, the the summit that was happening. Oh, he just kind of had to rush. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Um, from the paperwork, it seems that these uh, boxes came from Rockport by way of Rivers End. We don't know where the people got into the boxes at. Uh, next, we need to talk to a Mister Trevin Demore. Do you know him? Trevin Demore. He's one of our delivery drivers. No, I don't know those guys. They only pop through here once or twice a week sometimes, so... So you have no idea where we could find him? I don't know. I don't even know where he lives. Some of those guys aren't even really employed by the company. They're just contracted out. Okay. It looks like uh, our investigation is probably going to take us to either Rockport or Rivers Inn next. Okay. Um, Lady Vandreth is doing all right. Um, we got kind of an emergency meeting tonight, uh, shortly, and uh, talk to her and some of the higher ups. The uh, the Grand Master should be here shortly. He was coming for the summit. Uh, he was late today, so he doesn't know anything about this. I don't know how to break it to him. Um, we're all going to be in a world of hurt tomorrow, probably. But uh, Hopefully by the time he gets here, we will have this problem solved. Yeah, that's what we can hope for. And then we can give him the best news possible. But uh, we'll be meeting with him in the morning. Uh, but we got to go uh, make ready his room and his quarters and those things. So uh, I'll be checking on some things. But uh, unless there's anything else, feel free to go to your room and take a rest. Understood. We'll meet in the morning. Mm-hmm. Oh. Head off to my room. Okay. You're going to talk to Oslo? Yeah. Okay. Um, you get to the dungeon, the same two guards are standing at the front. State your business. I'm here for Oslo. Uh, he left. Really? Short time ago. Where can I find him? I don't know. Wherever he stays, I guess. Fine. How long ago? Uh... 30 minutes. Uh, you need to go in? No. No. Head up. Okay. There's no one in the uh, auditorium now? The There's still guards standing at the door. Do you know where uh, Mr. Oslo resides? You're asking the, the guards that are yeah. at the door? Oslo? Don't know who that is, sir. 
Alright. I'll go knock on his door. Who's? Boy dress, okay. Do you come to the door? <laughs> <clears throat> yes. Do you know where Mr. Oslo resides? No, that, that was the first time I'd met him. His business was already done. He must have got some kind of information from him, or he would still be working, I assume. Let's what about the captain of the guard? Would he have one to answer to him? Uh, no, he was answering directly to Lady Vandreth. Ugh. What time is it? Past midnight. I am up for trying to find him if you are. But people might not like us visiting at this late of an hour. Well... We have an investigation to perform. That is how I feel. Uh, where would Captain McIvan be? You would assume he would be... No, I, we, we don't need him. We don't need him. Okay. Um, Do you want to disturb the lady? Surely McIvan could, to, uh, could tell us where he stays. Yeah, he'd probably know, wouldn't he? He knows where McIvan would yeah, know McIvan. where Oslo was. Oslo stays, yeah. It'd be possible. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Let's uh, find Seems Captain like it would McIvan. Be in his jurisdiction. Well, you'd think it was also his job to keep people out of here, and well, that's how well he does his job. You'd think Mr. Tolliver would hire more competent people. Uh, yeah. Where's Captain McIvan? He would be um, probably in in the guards quarters um he has he has a place that he stays there as well which is on the sixth floor go to the elevator and travel up to the sixth floor okay um you come onto this floor and there there's just kind of a single door um and it says guards quarters um you go in and it's pretty loud in here uh there's a lot of dudes being dudes and uh, gross. There's some. <laughs> it's a barracks. There's some that are uh, still in their in their guard uniform. Then there's some that are just kind of wearing casual clothes. There's a lot of guys just kind of sitting around, um, drinking ale, or um, you see a couple throwing a ball back and forth to each other. I see like uh, you know captain's bunk or captain's office. Um, the so you come into this room and it kind of goes left and right. The room's about twenty feet deep and it just kind of. Wraps. Goes around, yeah, it wraps around. Um, so if you want to fight through the rabble, um, do you want to ask anybody? I'll just catch or? one and say, uh, looking for Captain Kyvan. Ah, I mean, his gold is over there. And he kind of points toward a, a door, and you see at the kind of the end of the hall, there's a there's a door. Head over there. Um, you just want to go in, and you're going to knock, or I'll knock. Um, you hear. Uh, a voice come in come in go in um he's not he's no longer wearing his his guards armor he's just kind of he, he doesn't have a shirt on he's wearing some kind of pajama-ish pants something casual comfortable and he's sitting um at a desk over in the corner he kind of spins around in his chair oh it's you sorry to disturb you captain but you know some of us are still working 
Um, I'm still working as well, filling out paperwork, something you've never had to do, void rest. No, I, I prefer action. Or drinking, you know, whichever one at the time. You found um, out anything useful? Several things. He already told them about the uh, them getting into the basement, right? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Um, we're looking for Oslo. Yeah, we're looking for Oslo now. Who's Oslo? Oh, the incompetency. I mean, who is he? What does he do? I just yeah. turn around. I, I wave. <laughs> he's questioning the prisoner. So he's he's an operative. He's like one of you. Yes. I don't rightly know where all you of don't you know are where his all room the time. Is? Okay. No, uh, I wouldn't be sure. Okay, thank you. Sorry. Have a good night. Yeah, you as well. Turn, leave. Okay. Uh, Mr. Tolliver would be our. Yep. Next. We shall go. He, he knows like everyone. <laughs> go wake Mr. Tolliver up again. Okay, um, you actually, as you come out to catch the elevator, um, it's not there, it's coming down, and you see him standing on the oh, on yes. that level. Gentlemen! Mr. Tolliver, good to see you up and around again. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, headed to a meeting, gonna be a long night. Step onto the elevator with him as it's traveling. Yeah, it continues down. Um, we're looking for a Mr. Oslo. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, wow, I'm... Actually surprised. Okay. What 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 about him? I mean, I know he was questioning the prisoner, right? He has yes. finished, and we was wondering what he found out. Oh, I haven't heard from him yet. Uh, he'll probably tell us in the morning at the meeting. He's a very talented guy. We witnessed some of his talents. A lot of whispering. Yeah. Not my style. He's been um, with the company for... Long time. So you you're not interested to know what he found out until tomorrow morning. Uh no, it won't be tomorrow I mean it won't be in the morning. It'll be later this evening. I I assume. Isn't it like one o'clock in the morning? Yeah. So like I said oh. it's gonna be a long night. Would you like us to go and talk to him, find out what he found out? Uh, no, we have your information, so... Okay. Uh, we'll get his and get a plan together, and I'll expect uh, you two and uh, Mr. Seeker as well. So, and Mr. Thorne at the meeting tomorrow morning. What time? About 6 a.m. Okay. Where? He'll be in Lady Vandress' office, top floor. We should be there. Turn to Mr. Maciel. I think we've done about all we can do for the night. Apparently all that we are desired to do. It seems like everyone is uh, shutting down for the night. Yeah, it's at me. And at this point, you get to the bottom floor and he, he steps off the elevator. Good evening, chaps. Where are you headed, Mr. Tolliver? Uh, you'll see what they did in the auditorium. Should have it about cleaned up by now. Mind if we accompany you? I don't know. You're more than welcome, I reckon. I'll just step in behind him. Uh, he goes over and uh, says hello to one of the guards. And uh, the guards kind of move out of the way and open the door. And he says, they're with me. And they let you both through. Um, 
coming into the auditorium, you just see a lot of the, the servant folk. Um, there's a couple that are scrubbing some blood out of the floor in one spot. And uh, a couple other that are kind of running uh, some brooms around and stuff and scooping up junk off the floor. Um, you see some up in the in the balcony areas that are resetting chairs and things like that. And, um, there was a lot of trash and stuff that got laid around because everybody left in such a panic. And it looks well, like the bodies. Kinda, the bodies are not here. I was asking. Oh, Mr. Yeah. Tolliver. Oh, uh, that I don't know. I don't know that yet, but uh, they, I'm sure they got everything they could off of them, and they'll have a report for us as well. I was just coming down here to make sure we were getting it cleaned up. Cause was the woman in charge using some sort of power, uh, like the stone that she was attempting to steal? Uh, who? The one who grabbed the, the crystal. Oh, I, I never even saw her, to be honest with you. Um... After, after I took the arrow, you know the guards led me out as quickly as possible. I did hear talk of this woman. You said, you said she was. I can't using, remember. Was she using powers like that? She had a, some type of pink crystal on the end of her yeah. rod. Yeah, we noticed that she had a pink crystal with uh, her weapon. Well, they were after the crystal, so I definitely wouldn't put it past them. Obviously, they know something. What happened to her weapon? It would be confiscated somewhere. Probably some people running tests and magic on it, whatever. I need to go visit those strange people. The enchanters? Actually, I've got several things uh, that I left with them for identification also. Some in The enchanters? Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, well. Well, um, by any chance, uh, did my arrows get left behind anywhere? Could I have those back? Restock my quiver. Uh, you'd have to ask somebody that was cleaning. I don't know. I just get more. <laughs> There's plenty of arrows in the armory. How much longer does the summit have? Uh, tomorrow and then uh, half the day the next day. If it all goes well, I mean, we may shorten it or lengthen it. Who knows? But uh, Perhaps we'll all be attacked again. No, we'll be sure that doesn't happen again. When did you say the Grandmaster was arriving? Uh, could be any time. Will he be at this meeting that we will be uh, Oh, joined? definitely. He'll be there, yes. Interesting. I thought that you and the lady were the head honchos of this. We are of this of this district, the Attenboroughs, but uh, there's one above all of the districts, you know. Oh, there are more? Oh, certainly, yeah. Mm. This is the only one on the aisle here. Right. There's others on the mainland and such. Do you mean Tiger Isle? Yeah. It's the only one on this? Yes, in this country. On the mainland, there's there's more, yeah. Gotcha. Well, I I was hoping to see a bit more of what it looked like before, but they've already cleaned up too good for me to make anything out of it. Would you like to go see the Enchanters? Yes. I want to see if they can take a look at this bow. And they might be able to tell us something about that weapon also. Perhaps they already have it, yes. All right, well, good luck, gentlemen. We'll see you in the morning. Mr. Tolliver. Don't stay up too late. I have a feeling it's going to be a long night. Um, 
headed back to the Enchanters. Yes. Okay, yeah. I don't remember what floor they're on, but you you know where it is. <laughs> yes, and I hate them. It doesn't seem like anyone cares too much about this. Like, I, I expected more. It seems like everyone's waiting for the meeting tomorrow. To We're losing precious time. I, I agree. The faster we can get on this, the less time they have to hide and deceive. Will McIvan lose his position? Probably not. He is uh, well-connected. Would it have taken the lady dying for him to have lost his position? I mean, this is a only if, failure of the largest degree. Only if we could prove him directly responsible. His incompetency is what I'm speaking on. I mean, I don't and, think and he has anything I to do agree. with it. But. I do agree. Like I said, he is well-connected. Foolishness. The Enchanters? Yep. Um... You come in, it's the normal scene, crazy stuff going on. Uh, nobody, you don't immediately see anybody. Um, and then a, a gnomish woman passes through, um, just kind of gliding, um, dancing a bit as she comes through, kind of humming a tune. She sees you, oh! Can I help you? He's wondering if a uh, staff with a pink crystal was brought down here. Uh, yeah, we're investigating it now. Anything interesting about it? It's magical. Holds a very powerful crystal. Oh. Makes me tingle. <laughs> very astute observation. Thank I was you. also wondering if anyone had time. I am sure that is the priority, but I pull out this bow. This magical bow seems to have damaged itself. That seems very weird. I don't uh, oh, no. Oh, no. I like this one, too. I was wondering if perhaps you could look at it, see if it's... Uh, oh, it's garbage now. Oh. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well. The magic in that. Uh, it's very volatile. Interesting. Would you like another one? Yes. Do you have... Is it the same kind of magic? Or? Uh, I don't know. I might could see what we have. It might be one imbued with something else. Sure. I would love a new longbow. Okay, let me go see. She runs off and uh, opens up a cabinet over in the corner, and you hear just a bunch of stuff rattling around. Um, and she stops for a second, pokes her head back out, looks over towards you, then goes back into the cabinet and starts rummaging around again. <laughs> <And> <laughs> then you see her ba appear back out of the cabinet, and uh, she comes running over, slashing with a dagger. I found this one. That is not a longbow. Oh, a bow specifically? Yes. Oh, we don't have any more like that. Oh, okay. What What does the dagger do? I'm not real sure. <laughs> it It has a similar magic. It's a... Uh, do you know anything of this magic? Fortunity, it's called. Fortunity. Yeah. It's a different type of enchantment. How exactly did it work? I it, it seemed to catch things on fire for me one time, and then the next time it... Like I said, it's very volatile, but can be very powerful. Uh, I'm good. Thank you, though. No use for the dagger? I, I, don't, I don't really use daggers. And if I need a dagger, I take it from someone else. Shame. Okay. If we come across a bow, I'll keep you in mind. Thank you. You're not the only one that uses a bow, though. I'm the best one that uses a bow. I'm sure you are. 
He speaks the truth. He had some questions for you, I believe. What is your name? I'm Rizzle. Rizzle. Yeah. It is a pleasure to That's meet you. That's what they call me. Miss Rizzle. Yeah. Um, a couple days ago, I left some items here uh, for y'all to identify for me. Are they finished yet? You'll have to specify. I left uh, some gauntlets, a hammer, and a belt of metal balls. Okay, uh, starting with the gauntlets. Uh, yeah, they do some type of fire damage. Very specific, thank you. And the hammer? Uh, the hammer uh, does some type of thunder damage. <laughs> Very powerful. We almost brought the building down. <laughs> so that's how you test things? You just... They, they hit the ground. Yeah. Just... Bam! No, we... But not, not initially. We thought, oh, well, this looks Does like Does anyone it's... down here know the identify spell? <laughs> yeah. It does thunder does damage. Does anyone thought of using it? Yeah, we use it all the time. And then we saw, we saw that it does thunder damage. So we slammed it into a few things. <laughs> Did a lot more thunder damage than we thought. <laughs> now, you said the belt of steel balls. Okay, there's steel. That's new information for me. Isn't that what you said? I said I didn't know they were steel. They're just some kind of metal. Oh, yeah. Well, uh, some type of explosive device. You want them back? I'd like my items back, thank you, yeah. Because they're not magical. Yeah. I'd like all my items back, thank you. Are you referring to the hammer and the gauntlets? <laughs> yes. It's too late for those. What? When you turn magical items in, we have to keep them. You should know that. Wait, what? <sighs> yeah, I just... So that means you're not going to... you to identify them for me. Not keep them. Yeah, but they don't belong to you. Spoils of war. They don't belong to you. They do when you turn them in. <laughs> So are you going to keep They're this, counted as evidence. This pink evidence of what? Mission log. But you were just going to give me that dagger of fortunity. Well, yeah, but it's we enchanted that ourselves. Uh, are you going to give the pink staff, the staff of the pink crystal away back to Absolutely not. <laughs> I don't think so. Might try to extract the crystal. You, your group is the most dangerous people here. Thad we've been told Absolutely. that before. Now Thaddeus touched that. the crystal, zapped him. D did he live? He's... I'm not, we're not sure yet. <laughs> is Thaddeus the one we usually talk to? Uh, you don't, I don't think he ever oh, said okay. his name. <laughs> he might have, I'm not sure. That's not him, though. Okay. We have learned so much. But the uh, the explosive devices, not being magical, we could give them back to you. Yes. Bring them to me. How does Thank it you. work? The explosive devices? Yes. Uh, there's some type of fuse on there. You light it and get away. I think it might even light itself. 
some type of flint mechanism. But it's not magical. No, unfortunately. Thank you. I should um, try to create something on the magical st- that is similar. With the explosive stuff? It, yeah, magical explosive stuff. Oh, there's magical explosive stuff. In a belt form? Well, no. Get well, out. not that I know of. Get on it. Okay. I. It is your job specifically, Miss Rizzle. My job specifically. <laughs> okay. You, you've you got this. I think you just gave her a new life mission. Good. Okay, uh, yeah, let me get your belt. Thank and she, she turns around and goes uh, kind of around a corner and comes back out with it. Um, it originally had three balls on it, now it has two. <laughs> you want the whole belt or just the balls? I'll take the whole belt, thank you. Okay. Where's the other ball that was missing? That is... I'm not sure. I assume they blew something is. up with it. <laughs> Why would they do that if they knew it wasn't magical? Why did they do anything down here? We're research and development. <laughs> you gotta try it out. You How'd you think I knew they exploded? Is Very short any, fuse. Is there any job openings? In this department? Yes. I don't know. You'd have to ask Mr. Tolliver. It depends on if Thaddeus pulls through. <laughs> yeah. Keep my name. What's your name again? Rafa. Rafa. Okay. Mr. Rafa? I'd love to work here. Okay. Rafa would like to work here. And don't forget your magical belt of explosions. Magical belt. Yeah, right. Okay. Okay, I gotta go check on Thaddeus. If there's no more business. <laughs> no. I think we're done. Thank you. The most ridiculous place, and it's, it is the one that I like the most, honestly. At least they get things done. <laughs> what are you doing the rest of the night? You going to sleep? As much as I hate to say it, I th- I'm not sure that there's anything else for us to do until the meeting when everyone compares notes. What time is it now? It's 1.32 probably. Is the Laughing Fool still open? Yes, they're, they're open quite late. Are you interested in a drink? <laughs> Always. Are you saying that you would actually like to go get a drink? I drink on occasion, just not when there's work to do. Let is let us go. <laughs> I make a beeline. With that, we'll end the episode for the Laughing Fool. At the Laughing Fool. I like it. Okay. All right. Anyway, thanks for listening to this episode. Uh, go check out Tiger School RPG, uh, the Isle of the Tiger. All the enemies therein, NPC encounters monthly. Um, and if you support on Patreon, exclusive deals right now with Torchlight Press. Go check them out as well. Themed candles, um, adventuring content, all kinds of cool stuff. I want a themed candle. I'll get you a themed candle, Seth. Um, and use our code COMMERCE30 on TigerSkullRPG.com uh, for 30% off. And uh, we'll see you next time. Good night. See you.